Welcome, I'm Jeff. I'm John. And this is Love and Other Investments. We're going to talk about investments today. Yeah, we're going to talk about kind of investing in the relationship. Yeah, but I thought maybe we would talk about, first we'd talk about date night. It's a good idea. It's generally a good idea, I agree. Um, I don't. You've been on some dates with your wife? I, I do. Do you have a date night? Um, we used to have uh, Monday night was our date night, especially when the kids were young. Yeah. Uh, we're getting close to a full-fledged empty nest. Oh, yeah. um, I can see the exit yeah. ahead. Uh-huh. My blinker is about to go on. Uh-huh. Um, you know, there's moments where I, I can hold two views here. You know, I kind of am going to miss all of the stuff that went along with the activity. Um, right. But at the same time, kind of looking forward to the next chapter and a little bit more time just with, with my, my wife and I together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, especially when the kids were young, because there was never, if we didn't make time for it, it wouldn't happen. Because there was oh, just so yeah. much going on with three kids, just so much going on all the time um, between, you know, work and activities um, and, you know, groups with our church and, you know, hanging out with friends. There, yeah. I mean, all of those were good things to do. But they weren't time just Kelly and I. Yeah, there's something really, really important about having that moment, even if it's just an hour, especially when your kids are little, if you have kids, you know, and the chaos of life has descended upon you, just having an hour to sit and have a meal or have a conversation and kind of reconnect. You know, I think we understand, you know, people go, well, you know, how's that an investment? I mean, we kind of get it, but I want to even deconstruct it a little bit further. You know, the reason that we invest is we assume there's going to be a day where we need more resources, a bigger pool of resources than what we currently have to solve a problem that will be in the future. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're investing for retirement, you're saying, hey, there's going to be a day, theoretically, where we don't get a paycheck, and we need to be ready for that. Yeah. And I think life is the exact same way. There, there's going to be um, long stretches of monotonous day-to-day, and those will be occasionally interrupted by you know, fun things, but they will also occasionally be interrupted by crisis. Sure. Um, uninvented or uninvited, um, unplanned, unwanted crisis. And so, you know, what... What in the world does date night have to do with um, investing for those moments? Yeah. I think about this in addition to the way you're just describing it in another way, which is that the local scene, the local moment of, say you're in your 30s and you have two kids that are little, you know, and life is hard, right? You're trying to figure out career moves, you know, you're, you're devoted to spending time going to this stuff, you know, at school with your kids or whatever, and there's so much activity. But when a crisis occurs at that moment, even if it's just a small one, you need time with your partner right then to solve that problem. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean date night is necessarily like a... Um, thing where you have to spend time solving problems but i do mean there's it's sort of like filling up your gas tank right you need enough gas in the tank in order to be um getting somewhere 
And if you don't have date night, you're not recharging, right? You're not, you're not sort of getting your tank full um, every time. So I like how you said it before, like this is an investment over the long term, but I also think it's an investment in the short term too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's something special about um, being in a space um, where it's just the two of you, where you're not interrupted by outside forces or um, existing routines. Um, Having a conversation while you're doing dishes, having a conversation while you're cleaning out the garage um, having you know a three-minute conversation before you go to sleep at night, those are all great, but they are not the same as being in a confined, segregated space um, where the barriers are down and it's just the two of you, um, and you're not just you know taking a quick time out yeah. between two events. Right. Um, it's actual time to kind of intentional intentional conversation, um, and it allows for. You know, not just the, hey, we need to solve X and Y. Okay, what do you think? Okay, that'll work. It's Y. And what's this going to lead to? And what do you, you know, does this make you nervous? And Yeah, how do you, you feel know, about it? Right. How do I feel about it? And, and you know, I this, this makes me think of four or five other things that I'm really, you know, having a hard time carrying at the moment. Yeah, I, re- I think you're saying something that's really important, maybe small, but so important, I think, which is these little moments on date night where you're spontaneously, maybe not even intentionally all the time, having conversations about what's going on now or what might be going on in the future, they allow you and your partner to imagine a life together. You know, you, you're, you're knitting together little pieces of things that you're looking forward to and anticipating. And um, even when that's in problem-solving form you're you're building a life together in those little conversations mm-hmm. and i think i think one of the things that is really important about um relationships is is, is that your partner hopefully is your best friend you know hanging out with them is hopefully something you really enjoy Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying you can't be irritated at your partner or, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I, I get that, you know, you don't necessarily want to hang out with your best friend all the time. But um, there's a certain kind of joy that comes from hanging out with your best friend without the demands of uh, kids or work or church or whatever, you know, whatever other things that are on your mind, just having like real conversation. Yeah, I mean, I think of, you know, the following sentences as things that come out on our date nights a lot, which is, you know, it'd be a lot of fun if we could, Uh you know what I'm really looking forward to? Yes. Or, you know what we should do after this is over? Or, you know, it would be great. You know, I I know we're planning on this, that, and the other, and, you know, it's a lot to get through, but you know what's going to happen after that? And I think it's what you're talking about is, is, is we're kind of putting goals out there um, that we're both working towards. Yeah. And we're kind of laying out this rope that we both have to pull on. Right. Um, in order to have some success and we recognize the inputs of the other person in that success. And, you know, we're a team and, you know, isn't it great that we're a team and not having to figure this out by ourselves. And I think that scenario you're just describing is, is necessary for when, other things come up, you know, you have a sick kiddo or, um, 
you know, that a parent is, you know, on death's door or, um, you know, even, even a financial crisis, you lost a job or whatever, you need to be able to have those moments where you feel close and connected to your partner and you're imagining things together for your future to buoy you when things are hard. And, and there needs to be a rhythm to it. Um, it can't just be, hey, things are all falling apart. We need to get together and, you know, fix it. There needs to be a rhythm to it so that sometimes date nights um, are going to happen when there's nothing to talk about. Yes. Because those are, quite honestly, some of the best. Best, yes. Because if we're not talking about anything that's really um, disruptive in the present, if we're not trying to process something, you know, in the past and how to feel about it, you know, that leaves us with the future, which, again, is the opportunity that you're talking about. Right. And, you know, we used to do a Monday night, mm-hmm. which was weekly. Obviously, it comes every week. Yeah. Um, and I would say that probably three out of four weeks we pulled it off. Yeah. And um, it was really beneficial, really yeah. beneficial to the relationship. Thing. Yeah. And, you know, now that, you know, like I say, we're getting closer to empty nesting, uh, we've got, you know, still as many things pulling us in as many directions as we had before. Um, I wouldn't say that we've been as good at it, but, but boy, we do recognize, hey, let's stop what we're doing. Who cares if it's Sunday night or Thursday afternoon? Sure. Um, it's kind of sacred time, really. Yeah. You recognize the importance of getting together outside of all of the spaces yeah. um, where the stress is. I can imagine someone listening right now who's maybe early 30s and has a few kids and a tough job and their partner has a tough job too, saying, having a counter argument to what we're saying right now, like just saying, I don't know what you guys are talking about, you know, but I have no time. I, from the moment I wake up, there is not a single break in my day. And how would I ever be able to allocate, you know, a couple hours on a Monday night, let's say, or any night to hang out with my partner and I, I remember being that age mm-hmm. and feeling that way sometimes mm-hmm. um, and, and being overwhelmed mm-hmm. by the demands right? You know, of a young family trying to make a living, you know, just trying to scratch by. You know? um, and I think I would still say to my younger self, um, do what you did. Make the time. Mm-hmm. Carve it out. Mm-hmm. This is an investment. Mm-hmm like you were saying before, a long-term investment in something bigger than what's happening right now. Yeah. What do you have to cancel to make it happen? Yeah. I mean, and don't be, don't be broad and say, I'm busy. No. What would you physically need to cancel in order to make it happen? And And, and will you you really miss it? Who do you need to get to watch your kids? Yeah. Because I think that's a big barrier, Mm -hmm. especially with little kids. You know, it's hard to find someone that if you don't have family nearby, lots Mm -hmm. of people don't. Right. Uh, who are you going to have come over and who are you going to trust your kids around? You know, that right. that's not a small thing. So the investment I think involves logistics, a lot of <laughs> logistics and it might take time to set that up, right. To find someone, you know, to go through the process of vetting them, you know, to figure out whether, you know, what, what you can afford with respect to paying them mm-hmm. or if you're not paying them and it's a friend, you know, do you feel comfortable with that friend? How do you reciprocate that? Does that, yes. yeah. how does it work out? So we, we do this in a lot of areas of life. I, as you were talking, I was kind of thinking about, you know, times where 
I haven't been exercising. And I notice that I get a lot more tired at the end of the day. I right. don't have the same energy level. Energy. And, um, you know, I've, I've got that voice in my head that says you've got to find time to exercise because you will be more productive even losing five hours a week because you're going to be working out or exercising or walking or whatever it's going to be. I'm going to give up some time to pick up some productivity. And I know it's true. It's a paradox, right? Right. I get more done if I have less time. Yeah. That can't possibly. No, it is true. It if is you, if true. If you want to get something done, give it to someone who's busy, that, that idea. Yes. Yeah. And so there are things that make you better that mess with your schedule. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't make it not true. So, you know, if you're tired at the end of the day, if you're cranky, you know, at the end of the week, if the last thing you want to do is spend more time with your spouse, then probably the thing that you really need to do is carve out some time to spend with mm-hmm. your spouse. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hopefully they want to spend time with you. Yeah, yeah. but, you know, I, it, but I, anyway, you know, here we are, you know, a couple of white guys about to be old white guys. I'm not sure what the cutoff is, but it's... it's I'm feeling pretty old. Pretty Yeah, so, you know, we're in <laughs> our, our mid-50s and you know, looking back at these things and, you know, hopefully people can hear this and go, you know, they wouldn't trade that. There's not a thing that I wish I'd replace that with. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I would say, you know, as an investment, it's a big one. It's a big one because it, it really helped uh, my spouse and I stay on the same page. And then as we aged and as the kids aged, it helped us change the page it helped us adjust to what was next sure. and helped us kind of, um, you know, what the, you know, you use your GPS and it says recalculating, right? Right. In a lot of ways, that's what those date nights were. It was our opportunity to kind of recalculate and figure out, okay, we've made it to Monday night, you know, what's next? Yeah. And how are we going to do it? Yeah. And what I, did we learn? And I really liked for our kids to see us doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, even though they may or may not have liked the babysitter or whoever was going to, you know, whatever the activity was they were doing while we were out right. for a couple hours. I think it was meaningful that they saw a relationship that where the partners valued it mm-hmm. and took time apart to mm-hmm. take care of themselves and the relationship. You know, I, you know, when they're 10 or 15 or whatever, they're not reflecting on that in the same way that they do now. But I noticed they, they make comments about it mm-hmm. now. You know, sort of us setting an example for what it might look like to have, you know, one part of a relationship go well. It's meaningful. And I want to make a plug here for unintended consequences that are sometimes beneficial. You think you're just working on your relationship. You think you're just, you know, investing in, you know, being on the same page. You know, this couldn't possibly have anything to do with our financial success. It does. Say more, what do you mean? So the more united a couple is on who they are and how tight they are and how connected they are and how much trust they have in each other um, and what it is they're trying to accomplish, which is some of the things that come out of those date nights inadvertently, Mm -hmm. um, the better they are at utilizing their resources, the better they are at sharing. I think this is a really important point. You and I have been talking about the idea forever that – if you have shared values, if you have common values, mm-hmm. that um, this helps to point people in a financial direction, right? Like you can say the things that are more important than money 
are the things that we value and therefore the resource of money and time and energy and love and all of that are going to be funneled into those common things that we have. We've been saying that forever. And, and so what I'm saying it is that inadvertently when you're doing things that are enjoyable for the relationship, you're also that's right. surprisingly working on these core values. You're working on um, your, your shared language about those values. You're looking at the progress that you're making. You're um, weighing the options going forward of how you're going to invest in those things. Um, you're inadvertently finding efficiencies. All of those things are happening in the background that are setting you up to make good financial decisions mm-hmm. that you'll execute the next week that you won't inherently tie to that date night, but it will improve your success. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, maybe there's a causal relationship, but if not, it's still very correlational. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think that's absolutely right. I, I think, I think we have to be thinking about um, when we're talking about investing in the relationship, you know, date night is one investment or one, mm-hmm. one kind of investment. Sure. There are other kinds, but we're talking about investing that we think about the whole picture, but also so important what you just said, which is that um, there are going to be unintended consequences or maybe hidden intended, but sort of hidden consequences to, um, to things like date night or other investments you might make. Mm-hmm. And those and those things are powerful for us because they shore up mm-hmm. the friendship, right? The connection that you have. Right. And that's, you know, the bottom line, I think that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, we're talking about love. Right. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, uh, stay tuned for another episode. Thanks for joining Excellent. us. See you next time. <laughs>